Coming to you from the mountain fortress of pop culture. You're listening to Time to Talk. Sushi roll. Hi, Lee. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. What's one thing that you've been doing recently that has an Australian influence? I don't know. You haven't been drinking chugs of beer? No, I haven't. You know, I haven't been. I haven't been putting shrimps on the barbie. You haven't um, been marginalising Aboriginal people. <laughs> no, um, I haven't been. I haven't been buying Danny Minogue's petite range. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, I, I I ask because I feel like I've been on an English journey. I've been watching that um, a show. That Megs was obsessed. He said, you need to watch it. And now I'm obsessed. Travels with my fa- father. Have you seen it? Oh, I haven't <laughs> watched it, but I'm aware of it. It's it's the, the comedian, isn't it? Um, the posh guy. Oh, is he posh, is he? Is he meant to be posh? Well, he's with his... The dad is yes. a bit posh, but he doesn't seem posh at all. He co- doesn't, does he call him daddy? Yes, he does. Yeah, that's posh. Yeah, if you call you... Yeah, yeah. The, the comedian's name is Jake, Jack Whitehall. Yes, yeah, he's he's yeah he he's quite posh. I think he went to public school. I don't know much about his his dad, um, but yeah, he's quite a he 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 was really kind of popular for a while, and then there was some sort of scandal where he was discovered like snorting cocaine in oh, toilets really? and stuff. Yeah, oh, and then kind of took a dip, but then he's he's back. Um, right. He's so, very good. Yeah, I have to admit the first uh, 20 minutes of the first episode, I was like, yeah, I, I don't know, has he got his big break? But no, he's genuinely talented. It's a very, very funny show. Very, very funny. I haven't, I haven't watched it because I, I can't eat it. It, it, doesn't, it just kind of grates on me a little bit. Um, there's another one where there's a, a comedian and his mum who do like a very similar show where they travel around the world. Um, and for the life of me, I can't remember his name. Um, and that's genuinely very funny as well. Um, and I'm sure he's, he's just doing one in Australia at the moment. Oh, okay. Uh, Maybe this one is based on that then. Yeah, I, I don't know. Megs, unfortunately, has decided it's a lot like him and I, which I don't <laughs> think so, really. I think I'm nothing like the dad, and he's certainly nothing like the son. So, but yeah, he he did he he is going through a phase of calling me daddy though, which is really quite irritating. A bit disturbing, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. So he does it in exactly Jack's voice too. Yeah. Oh right, okay. <laughs> it's a bit yeah. You can always you always know if someone is posh. If they if they're past the age of fifteen and they still call their parents mummy and daddy, mama yeah, because the royal family do that, right? Yes, yeah, nobody else does. It usually means you're posh. We have in Australia a long weekend to celebrate the Queen's birthday at oh, the moment. Lucky, I know, but it's not even the Queen's birthday, so we've. No, because she has two, doesn't she? She has an official one and a. So, do you have a Queen's birthday public holiday? No, for na- na- for neither of them. O-M-G. So wow. there's an official Queen's birthday, 
an unofficial Queen's birthday. In Australia, we get a public holiday for one of them. Over there, where she actually nothing. lives, you get nothing. Nothing. But if she pops off, we get we get um, we get days off. Oh, we get stop like... it! <laughs> they shouldn't do that because then everybody goes dancing in the street when she dies. But for the wrong I think reason. We get like, I think we get like four days grieving, national grieving. Does that mean um, that you're you know you're a bit torn about what to wish for with her? I, I you know. She seems like a very nice lady, um, but she, yeah. But she four days, Lee. Four days. Four days is four days. Yeah, that's a long weekend. That's like could be like six days if it falls on a weekend. You could have like <laughs> you could go away for a week. Um, <laughs> so we've got left hand nice lady, right hand. Hmm, it's four days. Four days. Four days paid leave. Um, <laughs> is it really four days? Wow. Something like that. Somebody was telling me because it's all planned. It's all planned to the to the end. You wonder, don't of... you, when they when they're doing this planning? Yeah, you, you have to wonder like. Where do they get four from? Like, why not five? Yeah, why not three? Fortnite, yeah, um, it, yeah. It's something to do with like, there's so many days in in repose or rest or whatever where they where they park her up and people can go and pay respect. I don't think you can go and look at her. Oh no, um, that's not very but, British. But you can go and there would be. Um, a book of condolence or commemoration that people and you could put flowers and stuff outside wherever she is. Um, and then there's the funeral. Do you know what they should do though to offset that whole idea that <clears throat> we're being like champ, being like champions for her to you know move on so that we get our four days over there? <laughs> they should do that. You get a bonus day every time she's another ten years on the throne. That yeah. way we've got the yeah that'll be good morale boost right because then Britain's going come on you can make it another year yeah, lady you she's can made come it another on year. I mean I saw Extra a picture day. of a <laughs> I saw a video there must be something on the news yesterday and I thought and she was picked there was a clip of her and I thought bless she's ta- she's like there's not a lot of left life left no. there yeah. what are we here to talk about we're here to talk about Kylie she's done it again. You know, she's 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 gone and released, uh, you know, some piece of old rubbish in between projects. I shouldn't say that. I really, really love this offering. It's Marry the Night. She's, um, and it feels like this one's got a purpose. Like she's helping out a fellow artiste in Lady Gaga's. What is it? Ten years since Born This Way was released. That's it, frightening. Yeah. Have you heard this version of Marry the Night by Kylie? I have. I have. Go on, and, what do you think? Um it's it's pleasant. pleasant. It's it's pleasant. It's not Both Kylie and Gaga would slap you simultaneously for that. Yeah, I think yeah, I think because the because Lady right, so a friend of mine has said that that Lady Gaga sings like she's reporting a murder that she's witnessed uh, to the police. That's how she sings. She's she's like it's so intense and so loud. So and and Kylie is um, very kind of whispery and sort of delicate. So it's mm-hmm. a bit of jarring at first. Yes, she's used to. 
the original lyric. There's just kind of Gaga singing it. Um, but it's quite nice. It's it's um, she's disco-fied, it hasn't she? It's not the it's not like she's just singing over the backing track. Because it's not meant. It's meant to be a bit hard edged. This song. Yes. It's meant to be a bit yeah. rock and roll. And this one isn't. And but once once you t- take a few listens of it, she's Kylie fied it a hundred percent, absolutely Kylie fied it. But the one thing that stood out for me right from the beginning was I could hear the lyrics for the first time. Yes, I was going to say that. Mm. I was going. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Ah, right. It always goes back to that thing. Kylie tells stories in her lyrics, and don't get me wrong, Gaga does too. But I just had never heard the words like this and then the interpretation of them in a way too just because they're delivered so differently um yeah i I really love the lyrics actually they're very sophisticated i didn't realize they were so uh poetic yeah it's yeah it's given it's given it a a new slant i I prefer it i prefer this me too song to the i never liked marry the night oh then starstruck oh what's the point starstruck's a great track but why did anyway go and listen to that podcast i won't i won't repeat the rant because lee will hang up but yeah that was pointless there was no point in her adding her lyrics to that but here like she's completely reinterpreted the song the purpose is in place which is celebrating lady gaga so i've got no problems with this i still wish she'd go back to her disco project or do something yeah possibly apparently they do they do have history they do they yes. they do kind of so i i've got this story of sort of aphrodite tour time sort of 2011 2012 um something about somewhere that that kylie had played the night before gaga had a had an had a concert on the same venue the night after but something had happened with Lady Gaga's stage and it was held up in customs. And Kylie reached out to her and said that she had a gap in her schedule and she could leave her stage there for, for, for Lady Gaga to use the night after. And then since then, they've kind of like been like friends with each other. Hang I don't know whether they've on. actually ever met. The, uh, yeah, they have. Kylie went to Gaga's 30th birthday party with that nasty piece of son of the famous British poet who thought he was just oh. as good as his father can't remember his name and I'm glad I can't. But yeah, they went together. <clears throat> Kylie had her disco cover hair around that time. Ringlets is what I'm saying. She looked fantastic. Um, yeah, they went in. They didn't stay very long because the paparazzi popped them in and papped them out. So you could tell how long they were there for. But apparently it was a star-studded affair and Kylie was one of them. doesn't mean she's intimate oh. with Gaga no. at all, I suppose. No. But hang on, you, go back to that story. You're saying that the Aphrodite stage may have been yeah. used, partially at least, by Gaga. Yes, for one night. Oh, um, I don't know where. Yeah, I don't know where it was. Um, and apparently, because Kylie had gone on to the next one, but there was a gap between, because often they do have a couple of days, don't they, between um, shows. Um, and she kind of said, you know, you can use, I can leave it. You can use it so that you don't have to pay for extra stuff to be brought in and... Apparently she did. I don't know which tour it was. I don't know where it was. Well, wasn't um, that lovely? That was a nice. That was a nice thing to do. Yeah. And, you know, if it was Madonna, she'd have gone no, and I'm taking the lights <laughs> with me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Madonna's stages have killed people. So, you know. <laughs>
they do have um, a few connections too. Like uh, Kylie was always asked about Gaga when Gaga first came on the scene and said that she came like a meteorite, like just came from nowhere. She was asked on that What Happens Live, uh, who did she prefer, Gaga or Madonna? Do you know who she chose? She chose Gaga. No, she chose Madonna. She she was very diplomatic. Kylie's always diplomatic. Well, besides that Joan Rivers appearance, always diplomatic. She said Madonna for hanging in there, for doing it for okay. longer. Yep. Yep. Okay. Duet. Should this have been a duet? Do you think, Marry the Night? Yeah. You know why not? If you're gonna if you're gonna revamp your album, then I see. I have a bit of a problem with these kind of revamp things. Is that they seem a little bit impersonal. It's kind of like you just go into a studio and record your bit, and then somebody else records their bit, and then they mash yes. them together. I, I like how they stand there together. Yeah. Get get the get the hundred degrees vibe going. Well, um, funnily you mentioned that because a hundred degrees reminds me a lot of that. Um, enough is enough. Yes. And uh, Ariana Grande came out on Barbara Streisand's, Streisand's stage and they performed that together. That was goosebump making. It was unbelievable. So if this is interesting. There seems to be an LGBTQIA plus slant on all of this because I don't know if that's part of it, but it seems to imply in the article I'm looking at that the cover versions of the songs by artists who represent and advocate for that community. Oh, so right, okay. that's how she selected the artists. So no wonder right. Kylie was selected. Yeah, and 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 born this way, the song is a massive LGBTQI anthem um, in its own right. So it kind of makes sense that that's the. Uh, of course, because the, the whole album was sort down. of yeah, and the video clip. Little monsters are still waiting to find out who will cover Highway Unicorn, You and I, and The Edge of Glory. Gaga recently teamed up with the Vers- with Versace for a colourful capsule collection celebrating Pride Month and the BTW anniversary, with a portion of the sales from the collection benefiting Gaga's Born This Way Foundation. Did you know she had a Born This Way Foundation? I yeah, I was kind of aware of it. Hmm. Not yeah. Can I can I risk being offensive here? I'm going to have a stab. It's never stopped the... you before. <laughs> so true. Okay. <laughs> LGBTQIA+. Plus. All right, I'm going to give it a go. Um, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, intersexual. Yeah. Um, a. Asexual. Asexual. And what's the plus? Anything else that we didn't miss. Oh. Anything else that, that was missed in that one. There's, there's this whole sort of like dialogue going on about the pride flag at the moment is because is, it every year it changes a little bit and a different Does color it? is added yeah and 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 some so, so some people are saying that's great because it needs to other people are saying well no the rainbow flag was supposed was originally designed for everybody yeah. no matter what your color yeah. or, or persuasion. i don't know how to feel about that because i i love the idea of the addition each year because that sort of represents the evolution too, doesn't it? Like, but that yeah. nothing's fluid, nothing, everything's fluid. Sorry, that it's not stagnant, and that's what yeah. this whole movement seems to be about: fluidity and choice, and um, you know, not being pigeonholed. So, yeah, the idea of adding something a little bit different every year. Although, if they're adding a letter to this every year, isn't that going to get really difficult in a very pragmatic yeah, way? Yeah, it's go. Yeah, it's going to be a long, long thing, which is why I think they've put plus. You know, we've reached the end of the alphabet now. We haven't got any more letters. 
No, <laughs> once they get to 26, then they'll have to go to a different language altogether, right? Yeah. So just finally, like what, what did Gaga do? It's a, this is a learning curve for me. I, I forgot that this, I knew that song, Born This Way, was such an inclusive song, but I didn't know the album sort of represented so much to the LGBTQIA plus community. Just finish us off. What does Gaga represent to that community? She's she's an artist that has always supported the the LGBT community. She's all, right from even before she was famous. She kind of she, you know she she learned her trade in gay clubs and gay bars, and the 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 community has always embraced her, and she's always embraced the community. She she knows her stuff. She knows her history. It's not like she's just kind of mm. sort of giving word to it because she knows, mm. oh, that might sell me a few few more records. She genuinely. No. Um, believes and 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 a, a huge percentage of her staff and the people who she collaborates with are are from the community i think that the house of gaga is predominantly um gay men that 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 have that work with her so she What's knows the house she, of gaga the house of gaga is 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 the people that help her create her looks oh, and okay. her fashions and things like that right. um so yeah, she she knows her stuff. She she's not afraid to speak out, um, and and will back it up. So she's not kind of one of these people that kind of goes, oh yeah, they're, they're really important to me. She will back it up by you know not attending things or 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 going to you know putting concerts that benefit certain things. Um, she's she's one of the good ones, I would say. I tell you what, this community though knows its stuff. Every time they put the, all their chips on an emerging artist, and it's not chicken or egg, it's not that they put all their chips on it and that's why that artist is successful. I'm talking about longevity. The, the LGBTQIA plus community always seems to be able to identify the real thing when it comes along. And it's interesting. I see a few different motivations for which artists are taken under their wing. For example, Lady Gaga makes a hell of a lot of sense to me. She was a pariah, an outsider, someone who struggled from the start. She was totally different, not conventional, all of that. So that makes sense to me. I never quite understood why Kylie got taken. Like Kylie now might make a lot of sense because that relationship has evolved and emerged. But even she didn't know how embraced she was until quite late around the Rhythm of Love era. So before that, it was interesting. I I, I don't – what is it that – why do some artists captivate this community so much and how are they so damn good at predicting who's going to be around? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's like a gene that we're born with that kind of says, you know, oh, we we know there's an alarm, there's a, not an alarm goes off. And I, I, I know what you mean about Kylie. Um, she was she was you know in the eighties she was just lovely and and nice and perhaps that was it. Girl um, next door, literally. Girl like, next, so, yeah. So you'd think yeah. that 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 boys would have wanted to marry her and stuff like that, and mums and dads would have liked to have had her come home, and uh, uh, that yeah. was all true. That was part of the demographic, but yeah, I, it wasn't as um, maybe it was because she was suffering the slings and arrows and wasn't accepted because you guys didn't get it over there. What we had here, she was, it was ferocious. You actually. I, I was bashed at a bus stop for holding a Kylie Minogue record. Wow. So it was pretty powerful. And honestly, even within my family, like it went from, you know, this flash in the pan, but as soon as she got some hits under her belt, there was this 
Like it was, it was vicious. The backlash. You really couldn't say you liked Kylie. You'd have to go. No, I don't like. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I don't. Because you get wow. hurt. Wow. Wasn't she called a singing budgie Ooh, by yeah. the press? Yes. Yeah. Oh. But totally uncool. The absolute antithesis of cool. And she represented everything that was sort of money grubbing and manufactured and fake and insincere. And she was she was hated. Like obviously not by her fans. Because they mm. kept her going, but it was in Australia. All I can tell you is raised on a public playground, a public school playground. Wow. You wouldn't have wanted to mention Kylie's name. Yeah. And to be fair, you know, she wasn't cool in, in the UK. She was, you know, she was pop. She was pop music and people either absolutely loved it or dismissed it as silly, frivolous pop music. A soap star. Oh, my God. It's a soap star releasing music. And um, Stock Aiken and Waterman, too. Yeah. Who yeah. had a massive... They were, they were huge. They were massive and then had a backlash. Um, yeah. I think, you know, the gay community, they love pop music and... You know, it doesn't really matter who's making it. If it's good pop music, we like it um, and, and and embrace it. But um, it's it's exciting. People should listen to it. I want people to leave a comment about what they think about this track. I think it's really fantastic. How does it go? Matt, 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 Mary, Matt, 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 Mary. She does it differently from Gaga, that part. Yeah. I think she's a little extra bit of a kind of... Does she do like a li- the first line? It sounds like a little bit of a country inflection in a voice. It goes up. Yeah. That kind of, oh, kind of would well, just do that. Like that. <laughs> I'll go back and listen. Maybe a bit of golden crept into it. Yes, it did. Yeah. 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 Well, she, she does do a little bit of that stuff when she's telling us. And I swear she's really trying to tell the story in this particular song. I didn't even really think about the chorus until this version, to be honest. Marry the Night. It's such an... Uh, because when you can hear the first verse, it's all about, look, people are going to throw stones at me, but the way I took it was, you're afraid of the dark, the darkness is haunting, the darkness is bleak and depression and the end, but then you embrace it and realise that you can see yeah. it differently. It, yeah, it is a great song, and, and she's done a she's done a great version of it. Like like we said, it takes a couple of listens to get used to it, because it, it's an iconic song. Mm. Um but once you do, it's good. It's good. Let's exit out with a little bit of a hint of it. Leave a comment. What do you think of this one? Oh, no. 